This is Parliament Watch from the Hindu, a podcast tracking the heartbeat of Indian democracy. Hi, today is Tuesday, August the second. My name is Saft Parnoghosh, and I welcome you to yet another episode of the Parliament Watch podcast by the Hindu. Here are the top developments from the eleventh day of the monsoon session. Starting with the Lok Sabha, having experienced nearly ten days of untimely adjournments and protests, the lower house did have the much-requested discussion on price rise and GST. In another crucial development, it reversed the suspension of the four Congress MPs who were suspended for the remainder of the session on the twenty-fifth of July for unruly behaviour and disrupting proceedings. Even though the discussion did take place, it met with certain displeasure from the opposition benches, who staged a walkout in parts. Among the more widely contested issues were the GST on food and other essential items, as well as the inflation arising out of higher fuel prices imparted allegedly by servicing of previously raised oil bonds. Member of Parliament from Puri, Odisha, Pinaki Mishra contested this claim. He said, "From 2014 to 2022, 27 lakh, as Mr. Manish Tiwari said, 27 lakh 27 thousand crores has been generated by way of oil revenues. Mr. Dubey, you'll be astonished to learn that both interest and principal taken together between 2014 and 2022 that has been paid by way of repaid by way of oil bonds." Is only ninety three thousand six hundred crores. So twenty seven lakh crores, ninety three thousand crores. The total payment made towards oil bonds from the revenue collected is three point four percent. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman, however, challenged this assertion. She said raising oil bonds was quote unquote principally wrong. Ms. Sitharaman told the House. पंद्रह फिफ्टीन थाउजेंड फाइव हंड्रेड एंड एटी सिक्स करोड़ हम पे करना है ट्वेंटी फोर ट्वेंटी फाइव में थर्टी नाइन थाउजेंड हम पे करना है ट्वेंटी फाइव ट्वेंटी सिक्स में थर्टी सिक्स थाउजेंड नाइन हंड्रेड एंड थर्टीन हम पे करना है कुल मिलाकर के नाइन्टी टू थाउजेंड टू हंड्रेड क्रोर्स मोदी सरकार दे रही है ऑयल बॉन्ड के लिए ऊपर पिनाकी मिश्रा जी करेक्ट कर और इसमें इंटरेस्ट का पेमेंट सर ये दे तो हो गए प्रिंसिपल का 2014-15 से 10,255-9,989 एक एक करके इस साल तक 79,958 सिर्फ इंटरेस्ट का प्रेमेंट उसमें गया किसके माल है उस समय बोले कि हम दे रहे हैं सब्सिडी मोदी जी उसका पेमेंट कर रहे हैं सो ऑयल बॉन्ड के वजह से हमारे ऊपर बर्डन नहीं है ये पैसा गरीब के लिए जाने के लिए हमारे हाथ में रहता नहीं तो ये प्रिंसिपली रॉन्ग ऑयल बॉन्ड फ्यूचर के जेनरेशन के ऊपर बर्डन लगा करके मगर आप श्रेय लेकर के चले गए हमने तो आपके ऑयल प्राइस के लिए सब्सिडी दिए गलत है इट वॉज टोटली गलत फोर्थ In response to the opposition alleging that the GST was being imposed on crematoriums and hospitalizations, the finance minister said that such services were exempted from GST. 
As for hospitalization, she clarified that only rooms which were priced above 5,000 rupees per night were being charged GST. Also, that it was not being extended to emergency services. Answering questions on GST being imposed on essential food items, she reiterated that products that were sold packed and labeled were being charged and not those which were sold loose. Thus, not affecting the poor from availing basic amenities. For a further perspective on how the debate panned out at the lower house and what to look forward to, I have been joined here by our deputy editor Sandeep Fukan. After weeks of disruptions and adjournments, Lok Sabha finally debated inflation and the recent imposition of goods and services tax (GST) on some essential commodities in a short duration discussion on Monday. Though four hours were slotted for the debate, it clearly exceeded the time limit. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman gave an elaborate reply that went on for over one hour thirty minutes. Of course, there were interruptions in between as opposition members, including Congress members, walked out in protest, claiming that her reply was not satisfactory. But the big takeaway from the finance minister's speech was this: India was not headed towards recession. and was clearly still considered as the fastest growing economy she so observed that mps had made very political points in their questions and that's why her response would be political as well perhaps the reason why her speech did not lay down a clear road map as to how the government intends to tackle the twin challenges of food and fuel inflation On imposing GST on rice, curd, lassi, chura, and puffed rice, she said tax is on pre-packed and branded products only, not when they are bought loose. She also pointed out that several states, including Tamil Nadu, Telangana, Punjab, Maharashtra, and Andhra Pradesh, used to tax items like atta, dal, wheat, rice, besan, and paneer before the GST regime kicked in. Earlier, Congress's Manish Tiwari. opened the debate by slamming the government's policies trinamool congress's kakoli ghosh dastidar added some drama by biting into a raw brinjal to make the point that people are forced to now eat raw food because they cannot afford to buy cooking gas bjp's jayant sinha on the other hand argued that there was no inflation at all and that the opposition members went around looking for inflation but they couldn't find inflation on the ground biju janata dal's pinaki mishra raised the issue very important issue rather of high net worth individuals giving up voluntarily giving up indian citizenship and he asked the finance minister to look into the aspect of central agencies like enforcement directorate cbi and income tax making the lives of these high net worth individuals difficult so that was all in all a wrap of uh, how the debate panned out after weeks of disruption and now of course uh, the upper house the rajya sabha will take up the debate and uh, one has to see what points come up and how finance minister nirmala sitharaman replies to them back to you now moving on to some of the crucial written replies that were tabled in the lower house minister of state for finance pankaj choudhary quoting figures from the indian banks association informed that as on the 30th of june about 1400 students had availed education loan for studying in ukraine 
their combined outstanding balance stood at about 133 crore rupees. He added that as per the Indian Banks Association, the loaning banks were inclined to provide an extended moratorium period. Minister of State for Corporate Affairs Dr Inderjit Singh informed the house that as on date 119 cases of serious corporate fraud have been assigned for investigation to the Serious Fraud Investigation Office or the SFIO since 2017-18 The Ministry of Corporate Affairs takes actions against corporate frauds as defined under the Companies Act 2013 and procedures laid out thereunder Separately it was also informed that the Securities and Exchange Board of India or the SEBI has not identified any listed company having committed any corporate fraud till date since the financial year 2020-21 Now turning our focus to the upper house where adjournments did bother proceedings I have been joined here by my colleague Diksha Munjal that's over to you Diksha Thanks Aptaparno The upper house on the 11th day was hit by another round of opposition protests and consequent adjournments as opposition MPs demonstrated against the arrest of Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut by the Enforcement Directorate while also asking for a discussion on price rise. While the leader of the house Piyush Goyal informed that the discussion on price rise was scheduled in the Rajya Sabha for today August 2nd the opposition members continued sloganeering and the house was adjourned again till 2 pm during the question hour which took place amid the ruckus aam aadmi party mp raghav chadda highlighted the lack of water in punjab saying that underground water had gone below 500 to 600 feet in the state Jal Shakti Minister Gajendra Singh responded saying that the problem of underground water levels depleting was persistent throughout the country and that the center was taking measures to control the problem The most important business that the house was able to transact during the disrupted session was the passing of two bills The amendments moved by the opposition members to both the bills were defeated after a voice vote and vice chairman bhuvaneshwar kalita did not allow the demand for a division of the house on the ground that the opposition members were protesting external affairs minister s j shankar moved for passing the weapons of mass destruction and the delivery systems prohibition of unlawful activities amendment bill 2022 the opposition however alleged that the bill was passed when the house was not in order The new bill amends the Weapons of Mass Destruction Act 2005 which prohibits the unlawful manufacture, transport or transfer of weapons of mass destruction or WMDs including chemical, biological and nuclear weapons and their means of delivery. The 2005 Act was passed to meet international obligations enforced by the United Nations Security Council Resolution number no. 1540. to address the growing threat of non-state actors gaining access to WMD material, equipment or technology to undertake acts of terrorism. In his brief remarks on the bill, Mr. Jay Shankar said that all members should recognize terrorism and WMDs as a serious threat. He added that there was a gap in the 2005 law that while it banned the trading of WMDs, it did not ban their financing. This gap he said 
needed to be filled as the Financial Action Task Force, the Global Terror Financing Watchdog, required all countries, including India, to ensure that financing of WMD-related activities is prohibited. The Upper House then took up the Indian Antarctic Bill 2022. The bill was moved by Union Earth Sciences Minister Dr. Jitendra Singh. The opposition moved several amendments to the bill, but all were rejected. These included sending the proposed legislation to a select committee of the Rajya Sabha for scrutiny. The bill aims to lay down a set of rules to regulate a range of activities on territories in Antarctica where India has set up two standing research stations, Bharti and Maitri. India joined the Antarctic Treaty in 1983, which obligates member countries to specify a set of laws governing portions of the continent where they have research bases. India is also a part of other treaties which mandate environmental preservation in the pristine Antarctic region. If the bill were to become a law, private tours and expeditions to Antarctica would be prohibited without a permit or written authorization from the government. The bill extends the jurisdiction of Indian courts to Antarctica, which the Earth Sciences Minister himself described as a no-man's land. The court's rulings would apply to Indians or foreign nationals who are a part of Indian expeditions to Antarctica or are in the precincts of Indian research stations. It prohibits a range of activities it characterizes as unlawful in the region, such as waste disposal, mining, dredging, nuclear testing and other activities that threaten the pristine environment of the continent. And now, for written replies tabled in the House, Minister of State for Civil Aviation, retired General V.K. Singh, informed that the ministry had advised all airlines not to charge any additional amount as check-in fees or fees for issuing boarding passes at the airport check-in counters as the same could not be considered within the tariff. In another reply, the Ministry of Petroleum and Natural Gas informed that as on July 1st this year, there were nearly 31 crore domestic LPG consumers across the country. It added that during the financial year 2021-22, over 2 crore domestic LPG consumers did not take any refills. That's it from the Rajya Sabha today. Back to you, Saptaparno. Right. Thanks, Deeksha. And now, for the fact of the day, 13,600. That is the number of fake 2,000 rupee notes detected in the banking system in the fiscal year 2021-22, representing 0.0006% of the 2,000 rupee bank notes in circulation. The National Investigation Agency or the NIA is the nodal agency for investigation of high-quality fake Indian currency notes or the FICN. The Reserve Bank of India had issued banknotes in all denomination in the 2005 Mahatma Gandhi series with new exploding patterns in 2015. As per the Ministry of State for Finance, Pankaj Chaudhary, more than 90% of the counterfeit notes were of low quality and compromised on such security features. That's it from the Parliament Watch today. For more such analysis and real-time updates on the monsoon session, do head to our website www.thehindu.com or download our app.
Subscribe to the Hindu Online to get unlimited access to all updates and exclusive content such as detailed explainers on the upcoming bills, expert analysis and comments from our journalists and contributors. Do join us tomorrow as we delve into all that happened in both the houses on Tuesday. Until next time, it's a wrap. Thanks for listening.